Hey, what's going on, you savages? So today, uh, blast from the past, we're going to be talking about some toxic leadership. So get your fucking mind right for that. Um, in the meantime, because you're, you're a multitasker, and I know you are, go ahead and head over to TravisCrutcher.com. Check that space out. Uh, speaking gigs are, are going quick, and that's a good thing. I'm not complaining, but uh, if you want to grab one, let's do this. I'm I'm all about it. There's some some stuff over there you can check out as far as talks that I've got ready to rock, you know, just out of the box just for you, or we can do something custom just for you, team. I'm in a season of custom keynotes right now. I'll tell you that. Like, custom keynotes and workshops are are really what people are after. So I got you covered. If that's something you know your team's got X, Y, and Z pain points and you want to really dial in some specific stuff just for them and just for your team, I got you. So head over to TravisCutcher.com, check that stuff out. Also, if you would love to get a new T-shirt, hat, hoodie, tank top, polo, you name it, head over to TearItDownApparel.com. I'm always putting up new stuff. And uh, here recently, folks have been really digging the business line. That's where the polos have got some of the most popular designs on them. So check that out. Anyway, uh, we're going to be talking about toxic leadership, so I'm going to shut up so I can talk more. Welcome to Not Sorry with Travis Crutcher, the show where Travis will say some things that might trigger you, offend you, make you laugh, or even motivate you. So, if you're not easily offended, stick around and enjoy. On the other hand, if you are easily offended, listen anyway. Then go tell everyone how triggered you were. Either way you can be certain of one thing. Travis is not sorry. Alright, here we go. So, man, this is one of those topics. It's it's like, it's my, you know, in the second Godfather, or maybe it's the third one, I can't remember, where Pacino just got like, he loses his shit and he's like, just when I think I'm out, they pull me back in. Like, this is that fucking topic for me because it doesn't matter how my business morphs and changes and this topic just will not leave me the fuck alone. And that is the topic of toxic leadership. And it's crazy because, you know, I've been getting hit up by folks that, I, that you know, I used to know back in the day, army folks who are now in the civilian sector and they're experiencing it. And spoiler alert, you know, that was part of part of why I left corporate America behind started my own thing was because of this Um and I, I put up a post, you know, earlier today on social media about it. And show enough, like, as I post it, one of my uh, my brothers from back in the day was like, holy shit, man, I was just reading a Forbes article about this. So it's clearly still a problem. And, I, you know, there's so many things, so many angles I could take to, do, to address toxic leadership. But I think uh, this is one of those where it's a direct action problem for me. And it's, it's going to, so this is going to be a little in your face and man, I'll tell you what, if, if you're a toxic leader, by the time you get done listening to this, you're going to fucking know it. Okay. Toxic leadership. One of the biggest things that is the causation for this. I, there's many things that cause it. Right. But one of the things that I've seen that really lends itself to creating a toxic leadership environment is when there's a disconnect between leadership and the folks actually doing the goddamn job. And I don't mean to disconnect as far as communication goes. I don't mean to disconnect as much as like they understand the espoused end state for the company that they're working with. What I mean is like a disconnect into what they actually go through. Um, and what I mean is the, the folks at the fucking doer level, right? The leaders have no real grasp on what it is that they're doing at that level anymore. And, and I get it. Look, trust me, I've been there. I bought, I got, promoted a lot of times in the military. I got promoted plenty of times in the civilian sector. Um, and, and I get it where, okay, now my job takes me over here into this lane. I've got to do these things. And these things a lot of times are distanced from the doer level stuff, tracking, tracking like a fucking scud missile brother. But guess what? 
you're a leader. And so let me, let me help you out with something that you probably don't want to hear. But a leader just, if you're a leader, that means you work harder than fucking everybody. Okay? You work harder than fucking everybody. But than any of the doers, than any of the other, you work harder than fucking everyone. Okay? You, you ask for responsibility. That's the thing. You're not raising your hand for a bigger fucking paycheck. That's not step one. You're raising your hand for more fucking responsibility that comes with a bigger paycheck. It's not the other way around. And these fuck, you know, these shitbag leaders out here have got it backwards. And they think, I need to get promoted so I can get a raise. No, you get promoted into more fucking responsibility, dick. And so the disconnect between what they're doing and what you're putting out gets larger and larger and larger the less you actually take yourself get off your fat ass and leave your fucking office and go down to where they are and see what the fuck it is they're going through. Because guess what? In the time between your promotion and today, systems and processes have changed. And all you've done is disseminate, here's the new standard. But you've never gone out there and actually done the fucking thing to see, one, is it viable? Two, does it make sense? And three, what does the timeline really look like to get it done to this new standard? I'll use a real example. Uh, towards the end of my career, I was a senior leader at this point as a sergeant first class and as a platoon sergeant for a mortar platoon. The army decided that they would fuck up my favorite weapon system ever and redo it. Okay, so they redid the 60 millimeter mortar. It hurt my soul a little bit, but we get the new piece of equipment and all the guys like, hey, sergeant, can we get it? Can we get it? Let's take it out. Let's take it out. We'll fuck with it. We'll figure it out. And I told them like, no, I, I love it. I'm so excited you guys are fired up to do it. I appreciate the zeal, gents. However... I'm going to try and break this fucking thing for the next three days. I'm going to see what it does, how it does it, all the ins and outs of this piece of equipment, so that when you take it outside and I come to check on training, I can go, no, 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 no. Don't do it this way. Do it that way. Here's how you do it faster. I can now enforce the fucking standard because I've put myself through what it takes to make it happen. And that is one of the biggest problems when it comes to toxic leadership is you've got all these fucking air quote leaders sitting around saying, do it this way, do it that way, do it faster, you got to hurry up, but they don't have the fucking first clue what it really takes to make it happen. And that is when, when we're looking at the big difference between a leader and a boss. Now, look, I've legitimately written books about leadership. There's a book you know, that I put out called Seven Ways to Not Suck as a Leader. It covers a lot of this shit in depth. We go all over the map, you know. But there's a distinct difference between a leader and a boss, and what I'm seeing more and more of, and I'm hearing more and more of from clients and, and folks who are, are trying to affect positive change in the organization is there's just so many people who think they're a fucking boss and not a leader. And, and just think about the difference between the two, right? Like if I, if I say the word boss, you immediately, if you're me, you know, if you're of my generation, you probably get this like idea, this fat dude in a fucking suit with his feet up on the desk and a cigar and like that fucking Looney Tunes version of a boss, right? But that that's so actually in line with what we're talking about is this fucking disconnected douchebag who sits in an office, puts out information, disseminate, 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 but never actually goes and does a site visit, never actually goes and talks to a fucking associate, never actually asks someone and gives a fuck how they're doing. And, and this toxic leadership that we're talking about, and again, this is a micro example. This is only one thing that is a causation of toxic leadership. But what it causes, folks, is a massive turnover in talent. And so you've got all these organizations scratching their fucking heads right now, asking themselves, why can't I retain people? Why is turnover so high? 
why are we scraping the bottom of the barrel for people to come fill these jobs? It is because people are not fucking stupid anymore. Okay? People are not going to put up with your bullshit anymore, boss. People will leave a shitty fucking boss for less money quicker than you can fucking blink two times. I did it. I, I left a shitty fucking leadership environment for zero fucking dollars. I walked the fuck away to, to, from money to zero. Like, that's how fucking through with the bullshit I was. And, and if you're that boss and not a fucking leader, that's the environment you're going to create. And so when you're sitting around wondering why, I, I got some news for you you probably don't want to hear. But you might be the fucking reason. You may be creating a toxic fucking environment that your folks are like, I am not putting up with this bullshit. I'm not going to come in here every day and get told, hurry the fuck up, and I didn't do it right, and if I shit them gold cufflings, that's not good enough. Fuck this, I'm out. Think about it. Would you put up with shit like that? No, you wouldn't. And it's not, don't give me that generational gap bullshit of we used to come to work and do what the fuck we were told. No, you didn't. No, you didn't. Don't even try it. Don't even fucking try it. I was raised by a man who was harder than a fucking coffin nail, and he'd be the first one to tell his employer to get fucked if he was a toxic leader, straight up. And so if you wonder why your folks are leaving in mass numbers and you can't retain talent, this might be part of the problem. And maybe it's not you. Maybe it's not you, player. I got it. You might see them, though, right? And I'm not saying you go up and throttle that motherfucker and go, hey, you need to go check on your people. But if you're surrounded by toxic leadership and you want to affect positive change, it's certainly possible, right? You can go up to your peer group and, hey, friends, I was going to go check on my peeps and see how things are really going out there. See how it's really shaking out. See what they're really doing and what they're really going through. Anybody want to come along? I mean, that's step one, right? Generate some buy-in with your peer group. Because if you see it, then think about it. If it's, if it's become relevant at your level, if, if, if you've got the scales to fall off your eyes and you can see toxicity at your own level, just imagine the fucking pressure cooker that is developing at the doer level. Right? They're already at overwhelm. They're already at fuck this. So if you see it, it's okay to go, hey, gents and ladies, let's go, let's go figure this out. Gents and ladies, because there's only two genders. Let's go figure this out. Right? Let's go see what they're actually doing. Because here's the deal. Bottom-up feedback. Bottom-up feedback is fucking invaluable for the longevity and success of an organization. Right? I witnessed this firsthand for years in the military. When something's fucking broken, the quickest way to figure out why and how to fix it is go ask the person who's fucking doing it. And bottom-up feedback, I'm telling you, you want to breed a culture where you get go-getters, people who are hungry to be there, people who have buy-in to organizational goals, people who are going to come in and innovate and make things better, bottom-up feedback is the fucking way to go. But you're not going to get there sending emails from your fucking office. You're not going to generate... You, I don't, you can have a, a fucking comment box... Staple to your forehead. I don't give a shit. You're never going to get the same bottom-up feedback you're going to get is if you get up off your lazy ass, leave your fucking office. Uh-oh, you have to leave air conditioning or climate control. Fucking get up and do it and go ask them, how the fuck is it going? What is really going on here? How are things? And if you see your peers slacking there, it's okay to go, hey, tighten it up, shithead, because these people are relying on us to be leaders, not bosses. Okay. That's it. You guys know me. If you've listened to me or know me in any space before, you know I can go on for literal fucking hours on leadership. I'm going to cut it there, though, because I told you guys these are going to be short. But, you know, 
If you want to learn more, there is a book. There is a book, uh, Seven Ways Not to Suck as a Leader, available on Amazon, so check that out. Had to plug it, whatever. We're talking about leadership. But don't be that guy or gal. Don't be the fucking boss. Show up and be the leader. That is the quickest way to drive innovation, buy-in, and talent retention. Anyway, I hope you guys dug it. Uh, do me a favor. If you liked it, five-star reviews. We're like danger close to that new and noteworthy. I would love to hit that. That's just a bucket list thing for me. And and please do me a favor. If you dug this or any of the other episodes, please share it with folks. Um, and that is how I get to keep doing cool shit like this. So hope you guys enjoyed it. Hope you took something away from it. I will talk to you next time.